Welcome back to the Citizens Defending Freedom show. Coming up today, we will sit down with Britfield author Chad Stewart. Celebrate a crazy turn of events with the Texas school district severing ties with the American Library Association and hear the results of our Giving Tuesday campaign. First, we hope each and every single one of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your friends and family. We also wanted to say a very big thank you to every single one of you who donated to our Be Brave book campaign. We appreciate every contribution to partner with us to place over 500 brave books in schools. We sat down with creativity expert and educator Chad Stewart, who has 20 years of experience in writing fiction, nonfiction, and movie screenplays. Britfield in The Lost Crown was the first in a thrilling series written by Stewart. It was created to fill that gap for middle school and young adult readers. We are with Chad now. Chad, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about Britfield? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It, um, it... I'm originally from Newport Beach, California. I was back east in uh, Wellesley, Massachusetts uh, for about 16 years. And I did my undergraduate uh, in British literature, European history, and then went on to graduate school, MBA. And I was actually, I got into investment banking about 12 years ago. And um, it really wasn't for me, as I think most trades or, or, or professions are for people. And I was just dying to do something creative. And I was sent down to this really boring seminar in Providence, Rhode Island that I had to go to. I think it was insurance. And I started to drift and I started to doodle. And I doodled a simple circle, three lines, a basket, a boy and a girl. And I wrote the boy in the balloon. And for some reason, that little doodle just really resonated with me. And I started to see this whole story come to light. And so I kind of like rushed home that weekend. And on one piece of paper, I just started to outline the story uh, of Tom, an orphan, takes place in present time in England, up in Yorkshire, northern England. And Tom's 12 years old, orphan. He's been an orphan his whole life. He's been at this horrible place called Weatherly Orphanage for, for 12 years. I'm sorry, for six years. And uh, this is the year he's going to escape, but he's not going anywhere without his best friend, Sarah. And so I kind of sat down and I just started to kind of outline this story about, you know, how they eventually escape from Weatherly Orphanage and they commandeer this hot air balloon, but they're chased by this illustrious detective Gowerstone, based a little bit on Sherlock Holmes and a little bit on James Bond. And they kind of travel to Oxford, to Windsor, to London, and finally down to Canterbury. And so I sat down and started to write it. And I, I was really thinking something very simplistic, but all this stuff started to flow out of me. And so four years, 2,500 hours later, I produced Britfield and the Lost Crown, um, uh, uh, 384-page you know, adventure novel. And it's the first of a seven-book series that takes that you know, takes place in current time, travels the entire world, and um, and I launched book two last uh, in sorry July 2021, Britfield and the Rise of the Lion, which takes place in France, and then last year we launched book three, Britfield and the Return of the Prince, which takes place in Italy, and Tom and Sarah 14, and so the series will travel the world. I'm working on book four now, Britfield and the Eastern Empire takes place in Eastern Europe and Russia. The books, book five will be in Asia, book six will be in South America, and book seven will come back to the United States. And uh, really since we launched, so from concept to officially launching book one, it was 10 years. And we officially launched in August, 2019. Since then it's become a national bestseller. It's one of the most awarded books in children's fiction. And it's actually up in the top 1% of all books ever published within the same time frame. So it's been exciting. We kicked off um, uh, a national school tour in August 2019. I traveled 9,000 miles, visited 23 states, over 200 schools, and presented in front of more than 40,000 students. So it's been it's been an extraordinary ride. We're in 
we're in the development process of the first of seven major motion pictures right now. We can talk about that. And then we launched the Britfield and Lost Crown theatrical play um, this year globally, and we piloted it last year. And it's designed specifically for elementary, middle schools, and even high schools. Thank you, Chad. Next, in a significant turn of events, Nueces County citizens organized by Citizens Defending Freedom have successfully influenced the appointment of five new members to the local library board. The move comes after heightened awareness of the American Library Association's alleged extremist agenda and its impact on public libraries, particularly in Corpus Christi, Texas. Following the ALA's recent election of Emily Drabinsky, a self-proclaimed Marxist lesbian, concerns were raised about the organization's influence on public libraries, including those in Nueces County. CDF brought attention to these issues, such as promotion of sexually explicit content aimed at children, the endorsement of critical race theory, and alleged attempts to block faith-based events in public libraries. Stephanie Bontel and the CDF legal team played a crucial role in circulating key facts about the perceived extremist agenda of the ALA and its influence on Corpus Christi libraries. This information was utilized by Nueces County leadership to educate citizens and public officials on what they perceived as the dangers of an extreme liberal agenda in public libraries, particularly concerning its impact on children. Nueces Citizens Defending Freedom volunteers actively engaged in recruiting citizens who shared concerns about the ALA's agenda to apply for upcoming library board positions. Additionally, CDF leadership, including the soon-to-be Freedom Division lead Sean Flanagan, met with like-minded city council members and worked towards nominating individuals aligned with CDF's values for the board. Throughout the process, Nueces County Citizens Defending Freedom leadership and volunteers consistently contributed to public education through open comments at council meetings, shedding light on their concerns and rallying support for their cause. In a rare turn of events, none of the existing library board members up for reappointment retained their roles. Instead, the community witnessed the appointment of five new members forming a new majority on the board. These individuals stepped up to thank the efforts of CDF in their election is seen as a significant step towards implementing meaningful changes in the way certain books are presented to minors in Corpus Christi libraries. Lastly, thank you again to everyone who helped us reach our goal of donating 500 Brave Books to school districts. We want to say a big thank you to Brave Books for partnering with us on this campaign. Please check out bravebooks.com. They have so many options for Christmas gifts this year. Stay tuned, we have some Stanleys to give away, recognition to give, and some brave books to donate. Before we go, we want to leave you with our inspirational Bible verse of the week. This week's verse is Galatians 5.25. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. As you can see, Citizens Defending Freedom is doing important work. Help us today in our fight to protect children and push back against radical ideologies. Please visit CitizensDefendingFreedom.com where you can learn more about our organization and generously contribute to our cause. Have a great day and make sure to like us on social media and tell your friends about the great things we're doing. God bless.